Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey, everybody, it's Jody Katz, your host of Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This episode features Lita McGee. She's a new team member at Base Beauty, so this is actually a bonus episode. You can get to know a new Base Beauty team member. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm very excited to be sitting next to the newest team member of Base Beauty Creative Agency. This is Lita McGee. She's our new account manager. Hello, everyone. Happy is to it, be here. Is this your first podcast ever? Second. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What was your first? First one was just for <laughs> a ridiculous like girl combo sit down with a DJ. Oh, that's yeah, fun. Very interesting. When you have one guy in the room, like, what do girls talk about? Oh, that was the topic? <laughs> Basically. And we were like, what's happening? <laughs> welcome to the fly, like, be the fly on the wall for the day. So it was pretty cool. Well, welcome to Base Beauty. You started two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited to have you here. And I just want to give some backstory of how um, you ended up with your job. Yeah. Well, I'll tell it from what I know, yeah. and then you can tell it from your story, um, your side. So Robin, our um, Director of Client Services and Strategy, went to an event that was all about video and, like, what's next in video and digital first video. And she told me that she met this really interesting woman there. And she thought, like, she'd be amazing for Base Beauty. So um, then somehow, I, I guess, Eleni found out about you and invited you to one of our parties. And you came to the party and everybody, like, loved talking to you. And then from that moment on, it was just like, okay, what is the right job for Lita at Base Beauty? Oh. And now you're here. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, wow. It's just so amazing how, like, the universe works because I actually was not even supposed to go to that event, which is so funny because they reached out to me as like a marketer. And I was like, oh yeah, totally, but I can't afford your $700 tickets. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, but I can volunteer my time. You know, time is money. So I guess this is like tit for tat. They're like, all right, cool. Um, Well, the event that you were scheduled to come for, we can't, but then you can go to the video conference. And I was like, oh, sure. Everyone should know about video. And then it just so happens that, like, human bingo part started, and Robin was my partner. And then, like, one of them, like, one of the questions was, do you own a business? And I was like, oh, yeah, I started a nonprofit with two of my best friends um, a couple years ago. So, like, check me off for that. And she's like, oh, perfect. And then I was like, oh, but by the way, I also do, like, social media marketing. Like, I don't know if you can use that. And she was like, wait, what do you do? And I was like, social media marketing. I do it on the side, like, freelancing. And she was like, oh. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and then we kind of just like started one thing to another. And then I like sent Delaney my portfolio and then the party. And here we are. It's just so crazy how the universe works. It's like trippy. So let's hear about this nonprofit. Tell yeah. us about it. Um, so I co-founded a nonprofit with two of my best friends um, two years ago. We called it Well Clothes. So Well stands for wellness and clothes stands for clothing. Um, and it kind of just, we volunteered at our church all the time and I work, worked in fashion. So I was like, you know, there's, I always see all these closets full of stuff that we never use. And I think that this could go to a better cause. And like, we saw what we were doing at the church and we were like, oh my God, wait, pause. We could do this. So we kind of just married my like love for being creative and fashion with like our love for community service and kind of just like built it into one. That's Wealth Clothes was born. Um, and from there... We have started like partnering with organizations and 
partnering with, like, individuals and creating, like, personalized care packages for people. Um, so we take, like, donations, whether it's, like, toiletries, clothing, accessories, food. We actually just did, like, a huge, like, toiletry drive. Um, and from there, we'll, like, reach out to people. We'll have our big, like, quarterly pop-up, which we, like, usually do, like, at a school. And then we'll invite, like, everyone to come in. And it's shopping for free, so there's nothing to it. And we shift through all of our clothing and donations that we receive. So all of our, like, recipients only receive, like, quality stuff. And, like, what we like to say is... Don't give away something you wouldn't want to wear because at the end of the day, you have the privilege to buy something else and they may not. So, like, just be aware of, like, what you're giving. So you're taking this idea of um, donating clothes, which probably a lot of us do, but personalizing and actually making, like, custom-styled outfits for your clients, Mm -hmm. right, who are people who might not be able to afford that look on their own. Yeah, and we've— grown so much within the last like I would even say in the last like few months because we started partnering with Canva which is like one of the biggest like um, housing organizations in New York in general and then we also work with like smaller like I don't want to say like boutique shelters but like smaller shelters um, individuals and also we work with Rikers Island which is like a big deal for us um, just because it's opened our eyes to like a completely new world that we you always read about like on the news, but then when you sit down or talk with their lawyers and like understand like what's happening in their life, you're like, oh my God, it's in- it's crazy because what they go in with is what they come out with. So if someone went into incarceration in the winter and they're coming back out in the summer, they're leaving with winter clothes and vice versa. So like that's when they reach out to us and say like, hey, my client has a um, hearing. Do you have anything for them to wear? Her favorite color is blue. She loves to do this. She's super comfortable, loves sports. And then from there, that's when we, like, go through our donations and stuff. Wow, that's so amazing. So how can a regular person contribute? Um, so, of course, you can follow us on social. We're doing really big on, like, pushing social, I guess, because we're, like, millennials. So we're, like, really—that's, like, our biggest thing to do. So what is your handle? Um, well clothed, well clothed, W-E-L-L-C-L-O-T-H-D. No E, because okay. we're cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Globe, and it's the same for our website as well, wellglobe.com. So what will I find on social or on the website? Um, so we have, we're working on like adding like our testimonials of people that we worked with, but you will see like footage of the events that we've put on, um, a lot of the, I guess you could say, partnerships that we have, a lot of th- people that we've worked with, all the organizations who have donated. And that's like our biggest thing too, is like, we'd love to recognize all the companies and people who have helped us if they, you know, don't mind us doing that because it's such a big deal, doing such a big deal, like an amazing thing that it's so good to like share, like these people stand behind what we are working on. And that's the same with social. And I think on social is a little bit more detailed. Like we'll post like all, like when we're picking up packages, when we're dropping off packages, when people are donating at our events. So it's like more detailed on our social, like the kids who help, um, like participate and help volunteer is like the cutest little thing ever so it's pretty awesome so a lot of our listeners are people who work in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. so could a beauty brand help support well clothed oh yeah because we take a lot of toiletries as well it's not just clothing um and accessories we do take toiletries because a lot of people do need like the basics like toothbrushes um, toothpaste, shampoo, conditioner, just like the everyday basics that mm-hmm. people need, deodorant, things that we 
in a way, I don't want to say like take for granted, but things that are just come natural for us to have, we don't even think about. It. And then we're like, oh, wait, actually, this is something that is important. So like hygiene is like definitely like the biggest thing for mm-hmm. sure. And is there an interest for like things beyond, I guess, the basic like the hairspray or hairbrushes, like um, face moisturizer? Like is, is that an interest for the oh, communities yeah. to, as well? Yeah, definitely. When we have, when we've sat with, um, all of our clients, and we just really, really get to know like what they're like looking for there every day. They just want to feel like everyone else. So like bringing that to the table for them, like oh my god, not only do we have this, but here's a new skincare regimen for you. They like love stuff like that. So, right. so yeah, totally. the words out now. <laughs> um, so let's go back in time a little bit because before Beast Beauty, you were working for Eileen Fisher, mm-hmm. um, and you told me that you you have fashion in your blood, right? Your mom's a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Your godmother's a jewelry designer. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about your fashion career. Wow. Well, such a, such a wild ride. Um, so I originally actually graduated, so I graduated from FIT. I originally went in for fashion design myself because I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to be a fashion designer. But which is interesting enough, I never wanted anything to do with fashion. I was like, my mom's a designer. Everyone around me is a designer. My grandmother's a seamstress. And I was like, eh, doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. OBGYN to be exact. And then in high school, I was like, just kidding. Designer. And then I started out, and it was great. And then I was interning at, like, Victoria's Secret for, like, three summers. And then I took time off because I was like, wait a second. This is not what I love to do. Like, I love to do it, but not for someone else. And at the time, everyone was like, I'm going to work for Donna Karen. I'm going to work for Victoria's Secret. And I was like, yeah, mm, something's off about this for me. And luckily enough, I had really amazing managers at Victoria's Secret who were like, okay, let's just sit, chat, and talk about where you see your life going. And I was like, well, digital seems to be a thing, I guess. Like, Instagram had, like, just launched. So, like, everyone was, like, taking pictures and, like, doing cool stuff. And I was working on the in the trend department at the time. So... That was, like, a big conversation that we had. So within, like, a few, like, year, I was, like, interning and doing a lot of backstage work for people for, like, freelancing. And then I was, like, I'm going to go back to school for digital marketing. So I went back to school for digital marketing, got that, and then just life started to trickle into, like, doing PR work and then going into doing more, like, backstage and production. And that's kind of, like, where I learned those skills and just kind of honed in on, like, what I wanted to do. But it's just so interesting because if you would have asked high school, even middle school me, like, what I was going to do, I was like, yeah, doctor, duh. And then fashion designer, designer, duh. And now I'm like, whoa, who's that little girl? Like, what? It's just so crazy to me. And I always tell people, um, especially, I get, like, a lot of DMs all the time, which is, like, pretty interesting. I guess people who see my work, um, like, how do you get there? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Like, (laughs) you just try. Like, and I'm very big on taking chances because you just never know. And networking, which is how I met Robin. So I never tell people it's okay. Like, if you want to change, it's totally fine. If you want to have an idea and try something out, like, don't let anyone's judgment of your life dictate what you want to do because what you want to do at that moment may change tomorrow and there's like nothing wrong with that. 
I think that's a really um, important topic because um, when I went, I mean, I'm a lot older than you, but when I went through school, um, there were people who were like, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a bioscientist. I want to be a doctor. I want to be whatever. And um, I meet people now, fast forward, and um, I met a woman who's been a physician for a long time and she told me, I don't like it anymore. I'm like, so do something different. And she didn't feel like she could. She didn't have that empowerment inside of her that's saying it's allowed to cha- she's allowed to change her mind, mm-hmm. right? So there are people who decide in middle school that they're going to be a physician and they go through school and then they, you know, do it and they have a career in it. Um, and what for whatever reason, they're not giving themselves the permission to be different than the middle school version of themselves, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's so important to give ourselves the freedom to change our mind. And especially when you move with a a crowd that's really high performers like super ambitious people who went to great schools and then they got the great job right when you when you travel in that crowd it's really hard to raise your hand and say i'm not interested in this anymore right yeah. there's a pressure yeah right? definitely like a eat pray love moment and i was like yeah mm, no and then it was a lot of pressure too because my mom's a designer i come from a family of designers so it was like, oh, my God, she's going to be a designer. Yay. And then I was like, ah, awkward. Hey, Mom, by the way, taking a year off. Got to figure out my life. She was like, what? What are you going to do? But then I think, at, you know, as I showed her that I wasn't, I was still figuring it out. Like, I didn't want, and that's, like, a big thing I've, theme I've had in my life is don't just do something to do it. Like, if it's something that you love, like you may love it in that moment, but then you can change your mind. Like whether it's like, I love riding a bike, change my mind. Now I love Peloton or like, you know, like you, it's okay to figure it out and it's okay to try new things. It's okay to say like, I don't know, which I think is the biggest thing, especially for this generation, like millennials and Gen Zers who see this life on someone's social media, but they don't see like what's happening in the background. They don't see that they're confused or like, crying to their family like or their friends like I don't know what's happening they just see the glitz and the glam and I'm always like dude I have no idea what I'm doing I would love to know what I'm doing but it takes time like we're always growing like there's our life is just seasons so today may be one thing and then tomorrow might be another and that's totally fine to just stand up and say like I don't know I need help I would love to help someone and help them understand because even with that you saying that you're a little confused or a little like fuzzy in life, you're essentially helping someone else who's feeling the same thing, who's like, oh, I thought you had it together. And you're like, actually, like, let me give you some sound advice. Everything changes. You just never know. So it's a big thing. So what were you looking for in making the shift now from fashion to beauty? Ooh, makes me so happy. I have worked and lived my life in fashion for so long and with me becoming a natural curly girl and things like that, beauty just became such a big deal in my life. Like I can spend hours in a hair aisle trying to like figure out and then like looking at their website and going through like all their reviews and then going on an Instagram and seeing like, what are those like website reviews versus like real time Instagram reviews. And I was like, this is actually something I'm really interested in, even with between like hair and skincare, because. A lot of my products I knew I wanted to become more natural with stuff. So I would like go on YouTube and find out like different like skincare, like skincare um, things I could use for my face, like with an avocado in my room. So it's like in my kitchen. So I'm like, what can I do? Like, how can I do this? So 
seeing how my life was changing and how I was growing as a person, I started to kind of realize that's more important to me and that that's, yes, clothing is something that I love and like, oh, it's always going to be a part of my life, but beauty, because there's so many tiers of beauty. Like immediately someone would think, oh, beauty, makeup. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's skin care. There's nail care. There's hair care. There's just body care. There's like physical care, like your health care, like that's yoga because what you put in your body is like what exudes out of your skin. So it's like all of those things started to matter in my life, especially with a lot of my friends like getting married and having kids. I'm like, oh my God, is she gluten-free? Oh my God, (laughs) are they allergic to nuts? Like these things started to like really matter in my life. So I felt like I think it's time for me to shift where my life was going and start to pay attention to more of those things. So, like, beauty. That's so cool. So, for our listeners who are wondering how they can get a job when they don't have beauty experience, so what was super appealing about your background in addition to your spirit? Because we can't teach that, right? We can't teach spirit energy, right? Like that's (laughs) that's what you have to come to base beauty with. Um, But, um, you know, you're— your understanding of all the different marketing facets, right? Social, PR, production, right? These are these are the conversations we have every day. So the fact that you didn't do that in beauty your whole career mattered much less, right? You can you understand the language, you understand the mechanics of this, you understand why they're important. Um, we can teach you about what you know what the latest trend is. You can read anybody can read about that, but um, you know the fact that you really see the whole ecosystem. Um, and you come to us with that knowledge is really valuable. Oh, um, but I would say to everybody listening, like you can't teach attitude, you can't teach um, that stick to itness, that um, own the work that we call it, be the boss of your work. Um, that stuff you have to come to a job with. Oh, and you do. Jody. <laughs> thank you. you. Guys can't see I'm like inside crying. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jody. I'm so happy to be here. I was like, oh my god, guys. Guess where I'm going to work. <laughs> I was so excited to tell everyone. I was like, oh, my God, Jody is amazing. I'm so happy I met Robin. Like, I was like, she's great. She's going to be my boss, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I met everyone here at the party, and I was like, oh, instant fit. Because you have to – I'm all about teamwork and just sitting down and just, like, having all these ideas and to be surrounded by women with so many amazing ideas and positive attitudes. It just – makes you want to be in this kind of, like you said, this kind of energy and want to share where you are and where you work and who you work with and, like, all the things that you've done. It just, this is, like, I feel like base beauty for you, you know? So I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're excited for you to be here, but you did say that a lot of young people reach out to you directly Mm -hmm. to ask questions about your career. So are you willing to share your social handle? Yeah, sure. Um, So, (laughs) funny, it's at Aeolites. So it's A-Y-O-L-E-E-T-S. And Leets is my nickname. So Leets is. Leets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's the origin story of that? Honestly, it was kind of just happened. My mom's, my friend in high school, her mom was like, oh, Leets. Leets, it's cute. And I was like, it kind of is. And then literally, I'm not kidding, out of nowhere, people just started calling me that. And I was like, it's something in the universe. I don't know. So it just kind of stuck. And then it's funny because now when people like come up to me, they'll say my handle versus my name. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is a lifestyle. That happens when you're an influencer. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) 
It's so funny. So I, I take it. That's okay, awesome. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you for having me. And for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview with Lita or Leets. <laughs> Please subscribe to our series on iTunes. And for updates about the show, follow us on Instagram at Where Brains Meet Beauty Podcast. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.